0: Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Hello, and welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. I'm your host, Maciel Valenzuela. And today, we're talking about the mind map. How to mind map your book from an idea into an outline. Thanks so much for being here. It's March if you are listening to this. Now a couple of housekeeping announcements before I dive in. Um if you're new to the show, welcome. This show is based on the idea of inspiring and creating a change effect that everyone can write. Um everyone has a book that's on their heart and if you're here, it's because that book is speaking to you and I think it's time for you to start working on that message for the world. Um, secondly, It is March of 2023, and we are going to be doing some pivoting with the show. So typically, I try to get to episodes when I can, which I'm sure if you're a past listener, you are familiar with that. Um, And during the month of November, I do a kind of marathon of episodes. Um, I've been doing that, I think, for the past three or four years, Um, and this is in addition to National Novel Writing Month, where I'm a big fan of, and I do daily episodes, um, inspiration prompts, question and answers, things like that. Um, speaking of, if you have an idea for this uh, NaNoWriMo coming in November of 2023, um, some cool topic ideas, a different format, please feel free to let me know. You can reach me at Maciel Rights, M-A-S-S-I-E-L Rights on Instagram or through my website, blackheartedstudios.com. Um, so that being said, the housekeeping for today is that we're going to be dropping episodes twice a month now. So it will be on the 1st and the 15th of every month. Um, so this is exciting times because the business is growing, um, Blackhearted Studios is growing, um, and uh, my wonderful coach, uh, Trish Blackwell, who you all know, I always rave about her, um, was also suggesting to having that more consistent schedule so that you, as a writer, as an author, can also depend on this consistent message so that's what i'll be aiming for um, cross your fingers that this actually drops on the first um, so you know we're moving forward and we're learning as we're going it's just like writing a book sometimes you write one book and it's not so great but after a couple of attempts or after a couple of books you you start to get better you do get better it's always always going to be better after a revision or an edit as you continue all right so, um, jumping into, um, this, uh, topic for today, which is how to mind map your book from, so getting from that idea into an outline. Now, I love this topic. Um, the reason for that is because I have the kind of mind where we have a lot of ideas. We want to put everything onto the page. Um, the page isn't big enough for our ideas and we just can't quite seem to capture everything. In addition to that, um, when we sit down to do an actual outline, it can feel extremely overwhelming. And the reason for that is because we think of all the ways it can go wrong. You know, if you write down a character down here, did you catch that character's... Um, internal flaw in the beginning of the story. Um, when you started writing a plot point, did you actually, um, flesh out the idea? Did you think of how it would integrate from, you know, A to Z? Um, did you capture the villain's role, you know, and there are so many questions, right? But they all can't be tackled all at once. You know, writing a novel, writing a book is a layered process. It's a lot like, um, construction, you know, it's a lot like, um, going to the gym, you know, it's about consistency over time. And it's kind of hard, I think in this day and age where we are in this world now where everything is go, go, go. I want it now. I want it fast and I want it yesterday. Um, And I think that this is a kind of wave that we can't necessarily fight because it's integrated into our social norms, but it's something that we can manipulate and work with and make it to uh, work in our favor. Um, and just a little bit about that. I mean, I think that we can set milestones. We can sprint towards word counts. Um, we can use many deadlines so that we can push ourselves forward and really feel that sense of like gratification and satisfaction, um, all towards a larger goal, you know, all towards getting that book done. Um, so mind mapping is one of those tools. It's one of those things that you can, um, do efficiently. You can do quickly. Um, and you can still get a lot of value out of it. Um, so let's dive into mind mapping. So what is a mind map? What the heck is she talking about? What is a mind map? Um, um, in short, mind maps are lovely, lovely assistance diagrams. <laughs> That's, that's the way I'm going to put it. <laughs> but Okay. On a serious note, um, what is mind mapping? So mind mapping is actually, it's a creative visual process that helps you break down those complex topics and helps break it down usually into tasks or into easy to digest parts. Now, what's great about this is that it allows you the space to brainstorm. It really allows you to explore the relationships between ideas concepts, plot points, characters, um, you know, just cool things that you want in your story and visualize them so that they become much more manageable. Um, a, imagine it like a spider's web. It starts in one selection or one one location and then it expands outward. Um, it can have different points of contact. It can have different ideas, different branches, and those branches can have branches in themselves. Um, and really... The whole point is to connect these relationships. Um, And sometimes we go through our mind map and we might not actually have ideas that are going to make it all the way through to your book, but you do explore different aspects of your book. You do cover a range of your book. And what this helps to do is it helps you to see where you could go with your book. So say you're writing a historical novel, right? And you know a lot of the history of like World War II and you, you know the beginning of World War II, towards the end of World War II, um, perhaps um, different events in World War II. And you're not sure where to begin, how to develop your story. Well, you can flesh out the mind map, you know, in a lot of different, different ways. What's cool about it is that you can be flexible. You can organize it in the way that your mind sees it because it allows you to brainstorm and see structure from a high level and then start turning into an organized plan, but you don't have to tackle the organized plan yet. Um, so going back to that historical novel, say you put out all the ideas that you have, um, and say it's a uh, chronological timeline, so you start from the beginning of World War, um, to all the way to towards the end, but you also find that you're exploring different characters, um, maybe espionage or war heroes, um, prisoners of war, um, uh, perhaps people who are left behind, um, in their household, um, and you notice that although you were thinking of doing this from a timeline, you are focusing on characters and the, how those characters are within your story. Now that might be a branch you can explore. Perhaps also you're more technical. Maybe you are fascinated by certain airplanes used by, um, the soldiers in different armies. And perhaps that in itself tells a story. Maybe those airplanes are manufactured in a certain way and they are piloted by, you know, specific people who have certain skills or maybe they're, they were just plucked out of the army like you're gonna fly this plane interesting stories like that could pop up now the cool thing about the mind map is that you can explore you can go down that rabbit hole because it's not really um and here's a caveat i think sometimes we feel like oh i'm gonna waste words but you're not wasting words because there really are no words that you're putting down. It's all thoughts, ideas, visuals, you know, maybe little notes to yourself or dates, things that stick out to you. Um, and then on the caveat of wasting words, um, there are never words wasted. There's never time wasted. You know, you are working on something that is special to you and that in itself, just the, that by itself makes it valuable valuable, invaluable. It is, it's precious. Um, so then going back to the mind mapping, you can go down these rabbit holes because you can find your way back. You know, the map is right there in front of you. If you go down a branch and say you end up in, I don't know, plumbing equipment of World War II, and you're like, you know what, I don't really like this branch. Let me go back to the airplanes, you know, or, oh, you know, what? I want to go back to that character. You know, it's right there in front of you in one cohesive map. Um, so it's very cool to like navigate your way through that. All right, so that is, you know, what is a mind map? So now how do you start with mind mapping? Um First, you know, decide on what your idea will be about generally. Um, usually you have a broad concept in mind, something that, you know, it might be a genre or an idea, you know, World War II or you know, a fairy fantasy. Um, you start with that. Um, put it down in the center of your page. Now, I would recommend having a big piece of paper, something that's large. But if you can't do that, don't let that stop you. You know, get a notebook and then use the different pages as uh, different branches as you expand. Um, so, going back to the concept that you have in mind, spend some time trying to ask yourself questions about this particular concept. What do you want to know? Where do you want to go with this? I remember there's no right or wrong answer here. It's about asking yourself about the book, you know, like a journalist ask the who, what, when, where, why, you know, um, Getting some concrete details, you know, settings, character names, starting with some solid ideas and then branching off from there. You know, why would this person show up at this time? You know, who was it who actually, you know, assassinated this character? Um, how was it used? How was the tool that they used? You know, when was it created? And having some space, giving yourself that time to explore. Because again, this is about exploring the relationships and the ideas for your book. So spend some time starting off that central idea. And as you begin to branch out, allow yourself to go off different branches. So say you write about a character and that character kind of takes you down a history, follow that, follow that until the branch ends. And then if you feel like you're ready to jump back, then you could jump into a different character or setting or plot point. Um, What you're going to begin to see is that there are core topics in your map. Um, So this could be characters um, This could be ideas. Uh, it could be a mixture of plot points and characters. Um, and what you're going to find is that even though you might have a lot of different small branches, they're feeding into a couple of core main ideas. And this is going to be helpful for you because this is going to tell you kind of the overall outline of your idea of your book and it kind of is that simple it's really beautiful you know you can spend so much time diving into the different branches but ultimately your branches feed into a couple of core ideas um and if you still feel like oh gosh there's a lot of branches here there's a lot of different bubbles um then ask yourself what can be consolidated what is really the core of your story what uh, can these characters be merged or is this plot actually um one or two major plots. Um, and it's okay to play with that. It's okay to you know, write in pencil or to have highlighters, um, stickers to help you differentiate different things. Remember, this isn't a right or wrong answer. It's about you exploring and for to you to get a comprehensive understanding of the big picture, to give you some clarity. Because when we think about a book as a whole, we get overwhelmed. Now, um, a side note on books that you might have already drafted. So when it comes to a book you've already drafted, you might be thinking, Oh gosh, I have to go back in. And, um, how am I going to, you know, yield or wield the sword for this, for this beast? Um, it will actually be a familiar, uh, path. You know, you're going to do this almost in the same way. Um, I would recommend before sitting back down to read your book, pull out the mind map and ask yourself what you recall. What do you remember from your book? What are the main characters, plot points, anything else that stands out to you? Write that into your mind map. Now, when you hit the wall, then you can go back in and ask yourself, um, you know, at a high level, what's going on in this book? What stands out to me? Because some of the items from your first draft won't work that'll just be, you know, straight up. It's not going to work. Um, so instead of focusing on things that don't work, focus on the things that do focus on what stands out to you and add that to your mind map. Then when you're done with that, you're going to have a much more comprehensive mind map and you'll be able to see connections that you didn't see before because you had a thick amount of text. You know, you had pages and pages and pages of those black little marks on the white screen. And now you have something that's much more manageable. All right. Now, organizing your mind map into an outline. So now you have all your thoughts mapped out and it's time to start organizing them. So um as we mentioned, you know, you have some categories based on the core ideas that have shown up. So start arranging the categories. Um, and this is gonna be where your intuition kicks in you know, you're going to see things that fit together, like the story development or the plot points. Um, you might actually even see events in chapter one alone. Like you might say, oh, this has to happen in chapter one, this has to happen in chapter one. And then you can start branching off from there. This is going to help bring that structure to your ideas and to help you to see individual elements. Now, here's also a caveat. Um, feel free to create um, a more organized mind map or a pseudo outline from this. Um, I think some people kind of get overwhelmed with the idea of like, I have to make a mind map and then I have to make an outline. But actually you can do some stuff in between. You can make kind of like a pseudo mind map. Um, I used to do this all the time. I would make a mind map and it'd be super messy. I would highlight, I would number it, and then I would kind of make another mind map. It wouldn't be as detailed, but it was in order for me to just make sure the organization that I understood from my original mind map is how i actually see it so now it was like is like a cleaner draft of the mind map and then from there i'd go to the outline and that would just allow me to say did i get that correct you know did i understand that correctly okay great i did it's clear here on the second page now i can move into the outline um and then from there you're going to have that structure of those individual elements um and you're going to start seeing how some points flow logically. And this is going to really help with any gaps or inconsistencies in logic, because you have already kind of poked those holes. Um, you were exploring that while you're doing the mind map. Um, and then you can start numbering them, highlighting them, organize them how you see fit. So you can create an outline with those core ideas being your kind of central points and then branching out from there. All right. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you can use this to explore your own books. I've been using mind maps since, gosh, um, man, do I want to say I've been using them since high school? For sure, I was using them in college. For every single paper, I was using mind maps in college. Um, and um, I also would actually do a research phase before mind mapping. So I would get all the information I needed. I would consume it. I would write notes on it and then I would do my mind map. Um, and I think the same can be applied for fiction. Um, you can do all your notes, you can do all your ideas and then you can sit down, you can consume the information and you can create a mind map. Um, and all of this is going to help you to see your book better. So, I mean, writing a book can be daunting. Um, and especially if you feel like you need to get everything correct right away. But instead, if you focus on some planning and some creativity, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Um, so mind mapping, you know, it's a great tool. It can help you to stay organized. It can help make your writing easier and more enjoyable. Um, I find a lot of joy in it because it just helps me to feel like I am i have a harness on in this, you know, uh, kind of treacherous waters of writing. You know, it makes me feel more safe. Um, and whatever it is that helps you to write this book, you know, um, working on this kind of project, it can be daunting, it can be hard, but you can use tools like this to make it easier, to make it way more enjoyable. Um, so give it a try let me know what you think I'd be happy to hear you know how it works out for you and as always I'm here to support you if you have any questions um, you can feel free to reach me on Instagram at Maciel Writes um, if you're interested in book coaching ghostwriting or editing services I also provide that through my company Black Hearted Studios so uh, Blackheartstudios.com. and y'all have a great day happy March and go get that writing done hey there writer Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Maciel Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.bmaciel.com. That's ww.t-h-m-a-s-s-i-e-l.com. We'll see you on the other side.